Namaskar. Hello and welcome to P Guru's channel. I'm your host, Sri Ayer. Today I have with me Elmer Yuan, and he's going to share his thoughts on what he thinks Wang Yi, the foreign minister of China, is in New Delhi for. A lot of things have been discussed. The interesting part about this visit is Wang Yi went to Islamabad and dissed India there in the Organization of Islamic Countries. From there, he flew to Afghanistan. And then from there, he has come to New Delhi. And next stop for him is Nepal. Perhaps before he goes back, we don't know what other stops he has. So we'll, we'll uh, invite our guest, Elmer, and have him weigh in on what he thinks is happening and why India is not keeping or putting its own interests ahead of everything else, Elmer. Oh, I, I honestly don't understand your uh, non-alliance. I mean, it sounds very good. You know, it sounds really good. You know, you don't lie with anybody. But, you know, at the end of the day, what is the right thing to do? What is the right thing to do? And also, what is good for India? That is the bottom line. I mean, this non-alliance, this and that, I mean, it's, it's just a very superficial phase. Uh, in the old days, you know, when people hear about it, it sounds very smart, very clever. But is it really clever? The business between Russia, I mean, Wang Yi came all the way to here, is working with Russia to get you to be their company on their side. And if once you are on their side, even slightly on their side, you have pissed off all the free nations, all the Western free nations, even including Japan. Now, the thing is, is it really good for India in long term and in short term? I don't, really don't think so. I really don't think so. The business between not in the China, China is doing huge business with Russia. Russia, China may be Russia's only way out to survival because with all these sanctions, China would be the only one buying their goods and uh, on barter, or they they can they can make it sound if like uh, ruble and RMB are swapping, but it's really basically a barter business. So. Russia will be at the mercy of China. And you keep on, uh, you know, uh, keep on supporting Russia. It's something I really don't understand. And what really Wang Yi is definitely with Russia. They are, they are, they are like this. There's no question. We, from inside China, we know. And uh, now they want you, you to join their group because in the UN uh, voting, you sided with them. All right, you sided with Russia. And then now you're buying a lot of oil, discounted oil from, from Russia. It's a terrible thing to do because uh, U.S. is determined really to, to, to break up. That's the right word to use. Not only take down uh, Putin, but to break up the uh, Russia, Russia Federation because they don't want the Russian Federation later on to dominate in the energy business. They are huge in energy. So they need to break it up so it's not going to be one state. And and we need to, I mean, the business with between Russia and China, basically China, Russia, I would say that before they break up, they would become like a uh, vessel state of China. That's what's going to be. And you need to know who is your enemy. Your enemy is China. Wang Yi came right now is going to offer you all kinds of goodies to and then even apologize for the border problems 
he would do anything to get you on their side because right now they are very very weak russia and china together they need more weight now of course obviously the other countries that he's visiting it, it doesn't matter you are the only one that counts you carry enough weight to count to be counted so this is what they want to do is they want to gang up against the free world but there's no question right now russia is basically finished and they are going to depend on china economically for everything so now really china is afraid to be isolated china is on its own against the free world now they need somebody to 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 be on their side so they come to india if you really start to be on their side then unfortunately you will never get the best uh so-called cooperation or support from the western state what if you want a chip factory would they trust you that you are not going to make the chip and then send it to china and then send it to russia nobody would trust you this is the problem there is no such thing as neutral neutral means you get attacked from both sides it's in history there's no such thing as neutral it's a joke whoever says that is uh, elementary you know kids kids talking I mean, grown up either you're with the right people or with the wrong people sorry yeah so so two two arguments placed uh, in opposition to what you just observed elmer one is that i read somewhere that russia has now said that it will accept rubles for their energy from Europe. So sanctions may have been placed, but how will Europe get its rubles? It has to come back to Russia's central bank to get rubles. So let, that's the first question. I'll ask you the next question after you respond to this. Yes, uh, I mean, very clever. Of course, it's a very clever move. They, the, all the, those country getting a discounted price on the oil, getting those oil, they will have to give their foreign currency to the Russian uh, uh, exchange and exchange for ruble and then pay them in ruble. Basically, they are forcing everybody who you want to buy my oil, you have to accept ruble as a currency, as a hard currency, because right now ruble has no way out. So it's a very clever for him to shoot the, uh, one, uh, two birds with uh, one stone, but doesn't really mean anything. The, the important thing, I think the whole West West is within two years, they can basically get the whole free world to live without, without Russian energy. It's not that tough. It's not that tough. If US work hard and all the other Middle East and the OPEC decided to lift their, their quotas, it's not that hard. Within two years, the Western will, by then, if you continue to buy the Russian oil with China, then you'll be in a different camp. You will be in that camp. The camp is, do you do business with Russia? And pretty soon, U.S. is soon cut off doing business with China. It sounds like almost impossible, but it could be done. It's not that hard. What they are buying from China is not that essential. You know, socks and shoes, uh, T-shirts. I mean, it's, it's not, it's, <laughs> you can buy more expensive ones or buy from elsewhere. So what they buy from China is not that essential. I think within two years, now they must be talking about total decoupling of between the free world and china russia of course including their energy this is being formulated the problem is putin have threatened to use nuclear that is the 
think he should never have said it. Because once you threaten with nuclear, they have to get rid of you once and for all. And let me let me tell you, within weeks, you're going to hear China talking about the same thing, hinting about using nuclear. Once these two countries hints about nuclear, the West have to get rid of them. They, you cannot allow to let these people uh, survive. Let these countries survive in the free world. Otherwise, it's it. Everybody's in danger. And if you guys, if India start to join them, or slide to side with them, it's a it's a terrible situation because now it's just it's far more than economics. They don't care. Look, look at the, these uh, Western companies leaving Russia. They lose huge amount of money. Now security is more important than money. And same thing is going to apply to all their investment in China. Pretty soon they are going to leave, and then leave all the money behind, because for them the security comes first. And India, no. how can they how can they trust you if they will have to worry about their security with India? Now the other question that people ask me is, you know, uh, you say that five generals have died, Russian generals have died fighting in Ukraine. Can you name them? And and I, I don't know. I haven't seen the names being published. How reliable do you think that information is? I've seen it no, in many sites. Sorry, not just I, I think the Russian have published their names. I just heard it a few hours ago on my way from the airport. The Russian public altogether high military uh, ranking uh, officials. Twenty of them died. Altogether twenty. They really don't have a command left. And the and one of their vehicle, the mobile command center communication center, <laughs> the, the soldier basically gave it away to the Ukrainian. And this is all in the video. Please, you know, this is a very strange war. It's not like a traditional war where you have two fronts and then the reporters can get information from both sides. Basically, the Ukraine are shutting up. You have never seen one picture of any officials or soldiers or, 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 or generals of a Ukrainian military, never. They kept it like a guerrilla warfare. You don't know where they are, who they are, no facial recognition, nothing. That's why the report, and you don't even know where the where what what the, the these little battles where did they take place. You they wouldn't let you know because if they let you know, you know where the secret is. So afterwards, after many days after they shot down the tanks or the helicopter, then they give you the video. So it's something that nobody has proved. But on the other hand, why should the Russian threaten to use a nuclear weapon and then import soldiers from Syria and then ask China to supply them with some basic, even food rations? They, they are losing their shirt. Whoever is arguing the other, otherwise, you know, I used to, I mean, Putin used to be my hero too. He's probably, I mean, Russia is a very difficult country to rule. He managed. But the minute he stepped into into Ukraine, that's his own problem. You know, it's basically a suicidal move. He's finished. The whole and so, and the whole Russian economy is finished. So la la last observation, Almera, and you can agree with me or not, viewers. I want you to understand this. If Russia occupied one city, one city in that city hall, they would have flown their flag. I can distinguish a Ukrainian flag. I can distinguish a Russian flag. I'm yet to see a single city hall 
in any city in 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 any city in Ukraine where the Russian flag is flying. Forget about optics. This is simple. This is how people will claim victory. This has been done for thousands of years. Have you seen any Ukrainian city flying the Russian flag? Siri, I just realized even with uh, without, uh, I mean, you have open internet and everything. You have audience doubting whether 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 the Russians are winning or losing. Everybody in the whole world knows. Even now, you should at least listen to the U.S. Uh, Department of Defense. He is talking about how many people died, how many people died, and how many people wounded. That represent the the the, the whether they are winning or losing a war. How many Russian? They said it very conservatively: seven thousand to fourteen. 14,000 died and 40,000 are out of action. How can that be a winning a war or getting any city? Means me meaningless, meaningless, total, totally meaningless. It's finished. And if they do not withdraw, it will be a total loss. It will be a total loss. We know the situation very well. I have friends in Russia. I have friends, I have companies in Russia. And then, and then we have the Chinese, the Hong Kong people, and the Chinese people. We are very serious about the war because we know indirectly it's going to affect China, and that is going to affect Hong Kong. We are paying eighteen hours a day watching that war, and trust me, it's finished. The war is finished, and if he does not, he's looking for a step down to try to have a ceasefire. But now. Zelensky does not want to have a ceasefire. They want victory. Their people want revenge. Those people are not uh, pacifists. You, 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 you have killed so many civilians. You're going to pay for it, and then they are going to use all that money Russia have outside, frozen outside, to pay for their war reparation. It's, yes. it's going to happen. These guys are not like us, you know. We, 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 I'm not. I don't know about you, but Chinese sometimes we forget about reparation. You know, we how much. Life and money we lost under the Japanese thing. We just let them get away with it. Zero. We got zero. We forgive them for war reparation, but they don't. You know. You remember how the Russian, how how the U.S. USSR people raped the German women when they invaded Germany. That's the way they are. They are not uh, as uh, civilized as we are. Yes, indeed. Uh, people, uh, viewers, you should read the series from Ken Follett. It's a three-book series. He starts from beginning, before the beginning of the First World War and comes all the way down to the Berlin Wall fen, uh, uh, falling. And it's a fictional book, three-book series by Ken Follett, a very famous British author. I urge all of you to read that. It's a fascinating book because a lot of the events that Elmer is saying is all captured beautifully by him. Now, uh, Elmer, thank you so much. And, and what you're thinking is this, this is the last call of the dice by the Chinese to try and see if they can establish some sort of a foothold. And if India says no, then I think it's game over, right? Uh, then China will be totally isolated. And then the next one, because China, there's the same system, basically same as what Putin is running. The Russian system is somehow he can dictate. And China is the same thing. Uh, dictatorial system. So U.S. is going to do away first with Xi Jinping and later with this Communist Party. This is already in the work, in the play. It's all being planned. Uh, two years, that's what I guess. 
Thank you very much, Elmer. And we will see how it uh, plays out. It's the next few hours. We're going to release this first thing in the morning for India so you can see and understand where things are. It's a very serious matter. And, and for the slight that Wang Yi did to India in the organization of Islamic countries, if I were the Minister of External Affairs, I would send my secretary to the meeting with Wang Yi to understand the, in, the anger that India has. But that's just me. India. Indian government is a very nice government. Modi is a very nice person. I don't think he's going to do that, but just that's my wish. Thank you once again, Elmer and viewers. Please don't forget to like, share and subscribe to our channel and also click on the bell button for notification. Namaskar. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you.